0: Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book Black Box Thinking, The Surprising Truth About Success. In life, when faced with failure, some people choose to draw lessons from it, while others either forget it immediately and make the same mistake next time, or spend so much energy thinking about it that they become too fearful of difficulties and simply stop on their way to progress. Failure is the mother of success. This old saying is familiar to all of us, but few have a thorough understanding of it. Why do people escape from the reality of failure and refuse to accept the facts? How can we show a rational attitude towards failure? And how can we make use of our experience of failure to make ourselves grow stronger? we will find the answers to these questions in this book, Black Box Thinking, and we will learn how to make peace with failure. The book was written by the famous British ping-pong player Matthew Syed, who represented Britain twice in the Olympic Games. He self-studied his way to Oxford University to major in politics, philosophy, and economics, and graduated with honors. He is now a well-known columnist for the Times. Throughout his athletic career, He failed many times before he won the championship, and these experiences gave Syed a deep understanding of failure and success. He conducted surveys across various industries, and found out that different attitudes towards failure led to different vocational development prospects. He compared two industries most closely related to life safety, healthcare and aviation. In the healthcare sector, according to relevant research reports, Medical accidents cause a high proportion of deaths in both the United States and Europe, and some of these accidents could have been avoided and prevented. For example, a 2013 paper in the Journal of Patient Safety suggested that 440,000 people per year die from preventable medical errors, and a 2016 paper in the BMJ proposed that 251,454 people die from medical errors yearly why do medical accidents happen so frequently? Other than the inherently complicated nature of illnesses, another relevant factor is the healthcare industry's culture of evading failures. People don't learn from mistakes, so the same accidents happen again and again. By contrast, the accident rates in aviation are quite low, precisely because people in this industry attach great importance to failure and have a decisive attitude towards failure every plane is equipped with two black boxes. One is designed to record operation instructions, and the other is designed to record dialogues and communication in the cockpit. Once there is an accident, the black boxes are open to identify the causes, learn the lesson and prevent such disasters from happening again. Based on this finding, Matthew Syed put forward the idea of black box thinking, a mindset with which people can investigate, summarize experiences, and learn from failures. This mindset enables the aviation industry to continuously improve and ensure the safety of passengers, and it is also a mindset that other industries should learn. The same is true in human society. Only by learning from each failure can we continue to make progress. Cultivating a black box thinking mindset is highly important for personal growth as well as for industrial and social development. In the following parts, we will discuss this book by answering three questions. First, what are the different attitudes towards failure? Second, how can we handle failure correctly? And third, how can we learn from failure? Now, let's take a look at the first question. What are the different attitudes towards failure? The answer to this question is there is the wrong attitude and the correct attitude. Before going further with these two, Let's explore a question first. We all know that most people's first reaction to failure is denial and resistance. Then do you know what the psychological root of human's resistance to failure is? Matthew Syed tells us that this stems from a psychological mechanism that everyone has cognitive dissonance. The theory of cognitive dissonance was proposed by the social psychologist Leon Festinger. Cognitive dissonance refers to the uncomfortable psychological state, that results when how a person behaves, and what he perceives are inconsistent with each other. Under this condition, the person usually tries to find various reasons to comfort himself, usually by changing his behavior or cognition to make these two consistent. Anything that threatens his self-esteem can trigger cognitive dissonance. This theory comes from Festinger's observation of the behavior of cult members. One day, Festinger and his colleagues disguised themselves as cult members and sneaked into the group. The cult believed in a god-like figure from another planet, and declared that the end of the world was coming, and that on that day, aliens would use a spacecraft to rescue those believers. Obviously, by the so-called doomsday, the disaster did not happen, and the aliens did not show up. Apocalyptic predictions failed, but were those believers angry? or did they have doubts about the leader who made this statement? Neither. Instead, they were proud and happy, and concluded that they had saved the world. They believed that the doomsday did not come, because the godlike figure was so impressed with their faith that he had decided to give the planet a second chance. Festinger explained the behavior of these people with the psychological mechanism of cognitive dissonance. When our beliefs are challenged, we feel uneasy inside. At this point, we have two options. One is to admit that our original judgment was wrong, but then you have to admit that you are not smart. Unfortunately, most people feel that they are rational and intelligent, and that they would not make wrong judgments. Thus, here comes the second option, deny the mistake. Those cult members had lost their families and jobs, become penniless or deserted by friends because of their faith. The price they paid was very high, And these contributed to them being even more reluctant to admit their mistakes. Thus, they put forward the statement of We Save the World to defend themselves, and tried further to prove that they were correct. The behavior of the cult members is quite extreme, but in fact, cognitive dissonance happens to everyone. For example, there are always stubborn people around us who believe in pseudoscientific arguments on the internet and refuse to accept the explanations of others. Another example is when injustice or malpractice happens during law enforcement, some police officers and prosecutors will provide false evidence and conceal their mistakes to preserve their self-esteem and reputation. Being aware of the existence of cognitive dissonance can help us detect our errors and then correct them. Let's take the healthcare and aviation industries as examples to talk about the correct and incorrect attitudes towards failure. Matthew Syed argues that the healthcare industry falls in a dilemma called closed loops. Closed loops refer to the fact that things are flawed, but that such flaws are ignored or misinterpreted instead of being recognized by people. That's why they have been repeating their failures over and over again and are unable to make progress. For instance, as early as the 2nd century, the treatment of bloodletting was prevalent in the West. Doctors originally meant to treat the disease and save people. However, those doctors had never conducted clinical trials, so they were not aware of the danger of bloodletting. If the patient recovered, they would think that this was the effect of the bloodletting treatment. If the patient died, they would conclude that the disease was too severe, and that even bloodletting could not save the patient's life. This is the typical closed-loops thinking. Until the 19th century, bloodletting was still considered a standard therapy. With the adoption of clinical trials and the advancement of science and technology, medical practices have developed rapidly in the past two centuries. However, the attitude of refusing to acknowledge failure still remains in the healthcare industry. The book cites an example of a British full-time mother, whose death in a routine operation could have been avoided. During the process of administering an anesthetic, the doctors were unable to place a tube into the airway. A nurse reminded them that tracheostomy could help, but the nurse's words were ignored by the panicking doctors. Considering the doctor's authority, the nurse refrained from pressing further. The optimal treatment time was delayed, resulting in 20 minutes of hypoxia for the patient and causing fatal brain damage. When her husband called for an investigation of medical malpractice, the hospital refused, proclaiming the death an accident and that there was no need to make further investigation. Survey results have pointed out that when patients' family members asked about the cause of medical accidents, most doctors would not admit that the accident was their responsibility, but would instead use words such as technical error, complication, unanticipated outcome as excuses. Research by experts in the United States and Europe found out that most of the medical accidents were omitted in case narratives recorded by hospitals, and only a few doctors reported their medical errors, which indicates that most hospitals were evading their responsibilities. Why do so many doctors ignore their mistakes and shirk responsibility? Are they negligent and malicious? Of course, the answer is negative. Accidents can occur even when doctors take all reasonable care. We must trace the root in their minds. Most of the doctors have received long and arduous education and training, And have accepted the moral responsibility of saving lives and helping the wounded throughout their career. They demand themselves to be perfect in every action with zero tolerance to any mistakes. In the mind of a doctor, making mistakes means incompetency. Once they admit their mistakes, they may lose their self-esteem and reputation. For this reason, doctors are very resistant to admitting failure. Thus, when medical accidents happen, Doctors do not learn lessons from their failures, rather, they seek excuses to maintain cognitive resonance, which is why the same accidents keep happening. This culture of not acknowledging failure and shirking responsibility has hindered the progress of the medical industry. Contrary to the medical industry's culture of avoiding failure, the aviation industry takes an open and frank attitude, and regards failure as an opportunity to improve and progress. To investigate accidents, people in this industry set up independent teams, learn from mistakes, and improve their processes. This is the black box thinking that the aviation industry has always adhered to. Take the United Airlines Flight 173 crash in 1978 as an example. When preparing to land, the captain was unable to determine whether the landing gear was put down. He dared not make the landing, because the indicator light was not on. The aircraft circled over the airport for a long time. The engineer found that the fuel was running out, but because out of respect towards his senior, he didn't dare question the captain's decision, only offering multiple gentle reminders. However, the captain was so focused on troubleshooting the landing gear problem that he ignored the engineer's gentle reminders. By the time he realized the fuel was exhausted, it was too late. The plane crashed, and 10 people died in this accident. It turned out that the landing gear had been lowered at that time. From the information recorded in the black box, investigators found that the root of this tragedy lay in the crew's strict sense of hierarchy. NASA then proposed new training methods to enhance mutual communication between crew members. Specifically, captains were asked to listen and respond to his subordinates. This method made up for the shortcomings of the existing system, and aircraft crash rates dramatically dropped since then. This landing gear accident and the previous anesthetic accident shared the same root cause, a rigid hierarchy. Subordinates did not dare to question their superiors, while the superiors would be too focused on a particular problem, and ignore their subordinates' reminders until it was too late and tragedies had already occurred. The difference is that the healthcare industry refused to acknowledge the mistake and did not investigate the truth. In contrast, the aviation industry through independent investigation found the root cause of the accident, updated the system model, and solved the communication problem among crew members. A small mistake may cause a disaster. Apart from investigating major accidents that have already occurred, the aviation industry also takes precautions summarizes minor errors, and draws lessons from them. They set up an anonymous reporting system to encourage pilots to actively report mistakes. If pilots make a mistake of flying too close from other airplanes, they can be exempted from penalties by submitting a report within 10 days. This reporting mechanism also helps eliminate potential safety hazards. For example, an anonymous report was received regarding a billboard installed near an airport, which lighting at night caused serious interference to pilots' field of vision. The people in charge immediately negotiated with the local government, and a few days later, the billboard was removed. As you can see, in the face of failure, the aviation industry was more open and receptive to feedback. Well, that was the content of the first part. Let's sum it up. First, we learned that the psychological root of failure denial is cognitive dissonance. That's why after making an error, people tend to find excuses to defend themselves. Second, we learned from the medical and aviation industries that being ashamed of failure can lead to avoidance of responsibility. The correct attitude is black box thinking, which is to take every failure seriously, find out the root cause, and learn a lesson from it. Today we are just sharing Limited Bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.